Should we be British for this one? No. I actually already clicked record because I'm used to having me confirm. So we're, we're recording. Uh, we're recording, bro. I'm not going to answer you if you do the British accent. You don't want to be British for this episode, bro? No. Why well, not? <laughs> Why well, <it's> not? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Nightmare Circus Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Samuel McIntosh, and with me, as always, is your co-host, Thomas Shields. Uh, we just wanted to thank everyone. Um, because of your staunch support, we've been listed uh, as Forbes' number one sexiest podcast listeners. Um, we're really yeah, honored. Which is, which is weird that they know like who our listeners are, but... yeah. Uh, but they know you explicitly. You, the person that's listening to this, they know you. Know. They know that you're sexy, um, and so so you can't hide it anymore. So just own it. Oh, you <laughs> what? You wanted to say something? You like raised your hand. <laughs> I was gonna do something sassy. Okay. Then I decided against it. That's fair. Um. Yeah, so this is an amazing accomplishment. Um, mm-hmm. We don't we're contribute coming. to it, obviously, because we don't listen to our own podcast. No, never have. Um, we were actually li- we listed as Forbes' ugliest podcasters. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll try again next year. Yeah, 2022 is a new year. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to wait all the way until 2022. It's only been a few days into 2021. They already know that we are going to be the ugliest podcasters. Yeah. They named they us not- for 2021. Yeah. Also, your room just got really light, like an atom bomb is going off in the background. <laughs> and now look at that. Now it's going back dark again. That's the magic of uh, that San Diego weather, baby. Of that San Diego cloud cover, baby. Yeah. It's been f- absolutely freezing here. I don't know about you, but... Like during the day? Yeah, during the day and at night. During the day? Um, what are you saying? No, I was just going to say, I have, I have like a whole extra blanket now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty warm here during the day, but then at night, it's like cold. What's, they do get cold. What's your... Um, sleeping arrangement my, my, my star sign no what's your sleeping arrangement uh so it is sort of a hammock my house is half destroyed and i sleep under the stars and i make a wish <laughs> i wish um, i wish i could go to sleep yeah no um my sleeping arrangement what do you mean in particular like where um like how many blankets i own yeah, well, like, what do you like? <clears throat> what blankets do you use? Are you like a duvet user? Um, <laughs> are you, uh, you know, are you are you sleeping in like big t-shirts? Are you an underwear sleeper? Are you what maybe like to- wearing like a, oh. a comical shirt that has like boobies on it? And I go, "Hey guys, it's time to go to bed." Yeah, you say to no one, you say to no one in the empty room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just hear echoey um, clapping. Yeah. No, but Um, like, what's, what's the, what does it, what does it look like? 
Um, so this is what it looks like. Um, usually I have, so I have my, this is actually sort of an interesting thing. Um, I have my bed. Yeah, then... no, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> um, I have my bed, and so I make my bed every morning, and I have the sort of just like a decorative cover that goes first, the comforter or the duvet, I think you called it, you sassy Frenchman, and then a blanket, and then on top of that is a like a lap blanket, an even smaller blanket. And then in the back of my bed, I have two decorative pillows and then two pillows. And so every night when I go to bed, I lie down and I have to take the decorative pillows and throw them off my bed. And then I take the decorative blanket and I toss it off my bed. And then I have the two blanks, two, two uh, ones that I lay flat on. And then usually I'll just do a blanket, but sometimes like last night it was cold. So I did the blanket and the comforter. Because I like that weight. I like to have some weight on me. Yeah, I can understand that. Have you ever used a weighted blanket? No. Me either, but I imagine it's nice. <laughs> but if I, had to, if I had to guess. I mean, people like it. That's why they buy them. Yeah, maybe we should get someone on the pod who's used a weighted blanket. Oh, I thought you were saying just get a weighted blanket on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just have it sitting there. Yeah, it's so heavy. So what's it like to uh, be a fat-ass blanket? And then it's just nothing. Um, but yeah, I think I would like a weighted blanket. Because I do like that comfort. I'll get it for you for your birthday. Don't get too excited. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm probably going to forget. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I sleep. And then I get up in the morning and I do it all again. I make the bed. And then I try not to lie in it until uh, it comes back around again. Sleeping time. What about you? I mean, you've you've seen my pillow situation. I I live like I have a pillow that's essentially just like the 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 dust of a dead man's dreams. Like it's it's like the worst pillow in the world. Um, so I sleep it- on that. It's at the end of the Great Gatsby, you know. It says, "What foul dust floated in the wake of his dreams?" Yeah, that's what's inside Tom's that's, pillow. That's that's what's in my pillow. So I have just the worst pillow in the world, and then I have a pillow I stole from my dad's house, and mm. then I have strong move, strong move. Yeah, yeah, that's now falling apart, and so it, I wake up and there's like shreds of it because it's memory foam. So there's like just memory foam all over my bed. You should go return it and take another one. I should. I should be like, hey, your pillow's broken. He's like, what the fuck? You're like, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. I just found it in your house. Um, but yeah, so I sleep on those two pillows that essentially just bully me to sleep every night. <laughs> um, just a, an oppressive sleeping situation. And then, you know, I've got my... I've got... I'm up to four blankets now. Um, because it is so cold... And then so on top of that, too, I'm a four blanket type of guy, but I need that weight, too. But I can't achieve it with any one of my blankets that I have. So I'm up to four blankets now. Um, and even then, I still have to, like, sleep cradled up to, like, retain body warmth. Um, and so that is how I sleep. I sleep outside of the 
size of my bed. I sleep how I imagine a like orphan would in a 1980s uh, direct-to-DVD special. <laughs> um, you Dude, know. yeah. You you always say that you have problems with your sleep schedule and stuff. Maybe it's because you're living in a rat's nest. Maybe it's because yeah. you go to sleep in a pile of garbage every night. Uh, basically, yeah. No. Just, um, get, just get yourself a nice pillow. I I I can't like I I you can't? I what do you mean? It's not that I can't, but it's just like where where am I, I gonna get a nice pillow? I I can't. Am I gonna go to Bed Bath and Beyond? Like I can't. No. They don't even sell pillows. I don't think at Bed Bath and Beyond. Well, they just got bed in the name. Where why where else would they sell a pillow? Uh, Craigslist. I don't I don't want like that at all. I don't trust that at all. I've yeah, I've. Nice I've slowly been learning how to live like a human being, okay? Right. So let's take it one step at a time, okay? I only just started flossing. Oh, my gosh. Um, look, I didn't know these things, okay? I had to learn all this on my own. Do you know how long I used all-in-one body wash? Too it's long. Kind of that way with, it's kind of that way with me as well. I just, like, in the past year and a half started, like, washing my face before bed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, that thing that we all do. Well, you said you're still learning. I'm still learning. So I wash my face and then I put, uh, like a moisturizing gel on. I put the moisturizer on, but I just don't wash my face beforehand. I just splash it with water. I should use like a cleaner, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a exfoliating scrub, but um, I went to use it the other day and um. I keep it like on because the way my bathroom is, is there's like, there's only like a little, that little like ledge thing for like a bar of soap. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which people who design bathrooms, no one just has a bar of soap. Yeah. Like, people have shampoos. People have had shampoos for fucking years. Make a, yeah. make a little cliff or something for the shampoos. So dumb. Yeah. I feel like people who design bathrooms think that it's like, um, what is that Martin Scorsese movie where they're, they're uh, the gangs of New York when it's like the gangs of the early 20s are fighting each other? I don't know. I feel like they think it's like Fred Flintstone time where you just have like a bar of soap and you they, you're, you only show from the torso up because the animators don't want to do your legs. And you just go, ha, 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 and you scrub yeah. under your armpit. And then you pop the soap out of your hand and catch it in the other hand and keep washing. Yeah, yeah. Like no one does that. People have always had shampoo and conditioner make make spot for those but so i have so i have to put it on the window i have to put like the scrub for my face mm -hmm. right where someone can steal it yeah uh but um i didn't close the lid all the way and it smells really nice and so it attracted ants and so it was just covered in ants the last time that i went to go use it and i was like and the window was open and that's why well because i have to open the window because there's not a vent in that room in that bathroom that bathroom's terrible um, it's the bathroom that if I've told this story, I'm pretty sure, but there's like a scorpion in there because I have to leave the window open and then it's like nice and warm and, and humid, which bugs love. And so like in the small time span that I have the window open, I used to leave it open all the time. Now I've made a habit of like closing it, but like mm -hmm. bugs will sense that and they'll come in. So I'll just get like tons of bugs in there. But so the ants came and they were like all up in my exfoliating face wash 
Why? You can't exfoliate. You're a fucking ant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I had to toss that one out. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the life that I live. Sleeping on trash, bathing with ants. The Tom Shield story. The Tom Shields experience. Yeah. You had a, uh, what is it, a bathroom a bathroom situation. I don't know if you want to share that. I've, I've had a bathroom. Which one was it? Can you um, hear it? When you, were trying to, when you were trying to upgrade your home appliances to the 21st century. Yeah, honestly, it's still... Is that... Wo- is that wo- yeah, I was going to say, is that wound too fresh? No, it's fine. Um... Yeah, so I was a. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it too loud either because people are here, like right outside my door. Um, we don't have to uh, talk about it. Or if you want, I could explain it. Yeah, do you want to explain it? I can. You can comment on it. Yeah. Out of context, so that no one listening would would understand yeah. what you're talking this about. This is why we need Nightmare Circus Studios. This is why we need the studio. Yeah. Um. So Sam bought his family a bidet for Christmas, um, hoping like a like a. Like a like a um one you put on under the toilet seat you know yeah yeah it's like one that you just install right and it, and it uses the water pressure and it's not like you don't need electricity or anything just a simple a working man's bidet if you will okay yeah yeah, yeah. the bourgeois bidet not even bourgeois this is this is this is <laughs> just you know the proletariat this is you yeah, know yeah. you you walk into to a, a guy that works construction he's got this bidet in his house mm-hmm. so he installed it, or, or first off, he wanted to install it. And so he was trying to bargain with his family about like, well, okay, where can I put this thing? And his family was not having it. They were like, I don't want this in the house, right? If there was a toilet here, yeah, put it on someone else's toilet. Maybe bring it with you and install it wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't want it. So, so he spent all the time bargaining with them, trying to get them to install it. And so finally, they're like, okay. We'll we'll take it. We'll install it in the um, in 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 our bathroom. So he installs it, and within what would you say, like an hour, two hours? <laughs> yeah. Within within like an hour, it starts leaking. We were, we were on a call. <laughs> yeah. All of us. We're on a call. We're doing stuff, and then all of a sudden he goes, oh, "I gotta go. The bidet's leaking," <laughs> and leaves. But dad just comes in and goes. Uninstall that bidet, <laughs> and then boom! And I'm like, his his dreams of a bidet were broken, taken away from him. So, do you have it? What are you gonna do with it? I sent it back. Oh, you did? Yeah, and they don't pay for the shipping to send it back. Oh no! So <laughs> it costs fifteen dollars to send it back. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know what? Live and learn. <laughs> live in la vida loca yeah live in la vida loca and you know what's funny is the sort of the mantra that came out of this when you and me were talking about it which oh was, yeah you know uh, you want to say it everyone's open-minded till the bidet comes out yeah everyone's a progressive yeah everyone's like oh you know i'm open-minded i you know i'm i'm, I'm progressive you know i'm i'm a 21st century man but you pull that bidet out man it's quiet 
Yeah. The silence is deafening. Yeah. It's uh it's the truth. Have you had experiences of people who don't uh want to partake? Yes. Yeah. So this this is my so I, I, I recently, so while we're on the topic of family, I convinced my mom to buy a bidet, right? Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been ranting and raving about this, right? Because I have mine here, and mm-hmm. I love the thing. But every time I go home, I got to go back to wiping my butt like a, like, I, it, I just feel like an animal, okay? Yeah. And so I was telling my mom about it. I was like, can you please, like, get a bidet? It's going to change your life. You're going to like it. So my mom was like, no, no, no. So finally, she was like, okay, I'll buy some. Because they were on sale at Costco. So she was like, okay, I'll buy some. So she went in. She bought two. She was like, we're going to bidet this whole house up. But I was like, okay, mm-hmm. pretty strong, but I respect it. You're coming in. Yeah, coming yeah. in hot. Yeah. So so then, like, my sister doesn't want it. She's like, no, no. She's like, it's so, it's so, I forget what she said. I don't know if she said it was gross, but she was like, I don't want to do it. She's like, I just wipe my butt. I just wipe my butt. She's like, it's it's so much quicker and it's cleaner and it's faster. And I was like, false. All false. Do you yeah, know how yeah, yeah. quick it is to clean your ass with a bidet? It takes like two seconds. You just you're cause you're basically literally just hosing it down. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, it's just not true. Um and so they don't they don't believe in it. But I'll I'll say this, and I told this to them. Everyone I know that is like, oh, I don't want to use it, I don't want to use it, they use it one time. And then they love it. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I didn't even get that chance. You can use mine if you ever yeah. come down. Well, I've I've used it. I'm saying my family didn't get to. Yeah. God struck God struck the idea down before it even had a chance to live. You know. Yeah. God God doesn't want to see us winning. No. If we know one thing about. If we know one thing about uh, Elohim, yeah. the big man upstairs, he does not want to see us winning. He does not want to see us winning. I wonder if uh, speaking of speaking of God, God had a bidet. Pro- well, that's a good question. So if I like, would God poop? I feel like he wouldn't need to because he wouldn't need to eat, right? Yeah, I guess. Because he's just like all energy, right? So if he just like needs energy, he could just do it. Yeah, he's pretty much 95% vibe. <laughs> then the, the other 5% is uh, is water. Hog gas. Hog gas. Yeah, so he probably wouldn't have a bidet. The J-Man might because he's like you know, a flesh and blood person. Mm-hmm. Um, now I've just got the idea of Jesus using a bidet in my head. I'm just thinking like, well, so like, like he definitely had to poop. We, we all know this, right? Cause he ate last supper proof that he ate. Yeah. I think he probably used the bidet after the last supper. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like I can't, imagine him pooping because like in 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 all of the sort of the the way i guess it's that thing where like everyone you know poops right like people talk about that like you know like like you can you can mystify any person in your mind right like you know i look up to uh 
you know, you look up to like a major scientist or something, right? Like, you know, Albert Einstein or whatever. As much as you admire him, like the dude had to take massive dookies. Mm-hmm. So I guess Jesus is the same and all the disciples. And even back then they didn't have toilets. So they were probably shitting in the streets. Yeah, or in rivers. I'd imagine that this might be getting a little too into it, but I'd imagine shitting in a river. It was probably the closest thing you had to a bidet back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, if you did it in a way that it was going downstream, yeah, it's it's gone. It's just gone. Yeah, and I guess if you like hover above where the water is like wicking, then it's like it like does (laughs) the. like where does the water the, wicks yeah where the water wicks you know like it, it does the wiping for you where the water wicks it does the wiping for you yeah it sounds like an old irish hymn damn now i want to go find a river and find you well you want to find where the water wicks i want to find where the water wicks where the red fern grows <laughs> where the water wicks uh, this is probably why god doesn't want to see us winning yeah hands I down think to come full circle this is why do you think uh 2021 is going to be a good year mm, probably not really no if history has shown <laughs> us anything probably not um but i'm hopeful honestly i've uh <sighs> i think it'll be better but I think uh, well, that's yeah, you know, the fucking limbo bars on the floor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. It's the uh, it's gonna be better, but the quality is still gonna be lack severely lacking. I think it's gonna be all right. I don't think it's gonna be great, but I think I think I think it's gonna suck for longer than people think. I think it's gonna suck for longer than I thought it was gonna suck because mm-hmm. I was thinking. You know, March, you know, the that, that vaccine will be out and, and shit like that. I think it's going to be even longer. And then I think it's going to be a long time even after that that we're going to, like, know what the fuck is going on and stuff like that. Um, but I think overall, I think there's going to be, like, a tipping point. Like, I think 2021 is going to suck for a long time. And then there's going to come a tipping point where things are going to get exponentially better. If that makes any like sense. Very fast. Yeah, yeah. Cause Yeah, I feel that. Literally the second I can go outside, it will be like Yeah. Quality of life just skyrockets at that point. Yeah, once you can go back to places. Once I can I can French kiss the guy behind the Chipotle counter. Mm-hmm. Like life, you do. Yeah. Life will just be so much better. What is what are you looking forward to most? What is the first thing you're gonna do when you can when everything is back to normal? Like a hundred percent back to normal? One hundred percent. That's tough. I, it's probably two things. One is going to a real gym because mm-hmm. I just like that environment. Um, you like the ambiance? Yeah, yeah. Um. It's just so I find it so much easier to focus. Like I have weights and stuff in the garage, but I feel like it's just so much nicer when like when you're there, like everyone is there doing the same thing. Um, it's like the same feeling as like when you're in a library. Like it's I, I find it so much easier to study because like you look around and you're like, 
well fuck it everyone else is studying you know what i mean this is what this is what we're doing yeah there's an energy of that thing there yeah so going to the gym i think it's gonna be a lot of fun gonna miss i miss that a lot Mm -hmm. um Oh man, there's like th- I have three things now. Now the more I'm thinking about it, the second would be I want to go to Korean barbecue with everyone. Mm, we dude, have- we were ta- we were talking about that when we met the other day. Mike has never been to Korean barbecue with us. That's a lie. He definitely has. He told us that he had not ever been to Korean barbecue with us. No, that's a fucking lie, dude. I know he's gone with us. Think about it. When? Um. Did he not go the time that we went and I got really drunk? You mean when there was an earthquake? No. The time that we went and I ordered a uh, soju with an, an ID that may or may not be legitimate. Well, I remember that we went to Mr. Barbecue and you did yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he there and that time? A, he was not there. And that's when an earthquake happened when we were there. Oh, I must have been too drunk already at that point. <laughs> oh my gosh, you didn't remember the I, earthquake? No, I did not remember the earthquake. Remember Ethna was there too, and she like ran outside? No, I don't remember that at all. Oh, okay. I it think was a big deal. Okay, I think I was taking a pee while that happened because I kind of remember. You're like, you're like, you're like. Yeah, I kind of remember coming back <laughs> and everyone being like, earthquake Dude, or something, earthquake. and I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> No, I thought he was there that time, but I guess he wasn't. He was but, not. That was that was we 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 all thought he was there that at that time as well, and then we narrowed it down to it was just you, me, Walter, Nathan, Br- Bryce was there, Bryce and Ethna. No, Maya was there too, and Maya. Okay, yeah, because after that, Maya, we were go- supposed to go to Maya's house, and then so she drove me to her house. And then Bryce showed up, and then it was just the three and of then us. Nobody else came. And then yeah. no one else showed up, and then Bryce left. So then it was just me and her, and I was too drunk to drive. And then he went to a hot tub. Yeah, and then so she was like, "Well, my friends and I are gonna meet up at this hot tub." Then I was like, "Okay." So then she just kind of had to babysit me. <laughs> but um, yeah, okay. Well, I thought he was there then, but if not then, I swear to God, he's been when we used to go to the. $12 lunch special thing at um, Bukogi House. One. Yeah. At Bukogi House, yeah. I don't think he has. I don't... Bu- should I don't... Get, bu- should, we, should we call him? No, no. Let's not bother him. But I, I swear to God he has. But even if he hasn't, then I guess, yeah, we'll throw that on the list. We gotta take him then. Dude, I wanna go so bad with everybody take it. and have like a long meal like have like a three hour meal i want to i want to go it. and i want to get that giant fucking pitcher thing you can get of beer yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um because we can all have it now yeah ever literally everyone we we i remember for so long we were like oh we gotta wait for like so, the so, yeah. the last few of us and then of course dude of course the year that the fucking global pandemic happens happens to be the year that we all turned literally like all of us except for like a few exceptions turned 21 mm-hmm. ridiculous that, that's the top of my list as well is to go get a big meal and then like go back to someone's house and just chill out for the rest of the night just hang yeah go watch a movie or something Dude, and then go maybe we could go see a movie after oh my yeah, the I the, go to a movie theater. The possibilities are endless, literally endless. Now it's like anytime you try to hang out, you're like, 
we can go to this park. Yeah, we can go outside and uh, stare at each other. And stare at each other, and then that's it. Yeah. Or back to my house if we're, you know, quarantining together. Yeah. No, it fucking sucks. But that's probably, those are probably what I'm looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. What was your third one, though? You said that. You said you said gym, KBBQ, and then... The third... Oh, no, you go, you go. I was, I was going to say, I remember you were saying you wanted to go out to, like, clubs and stuff. I do, yeah. I've like never... I've never... Well, that's a lie. I've gone to sub because I went to some when I was in, um, when I was in London. I went to like two or three, um, and it's not anything that I'm like super into. I probably won't be like the type that goes every week, mm-hmm. but I've I've just never gone. I've never gone in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just something that I want to do. I feel like it would be fun. Yeah. Um. But I, I fucking I can't right now. Dude, there's some places that are open, though. I find that crazy, but I'm like, I would not go. Dude, yeah. No. But uh, I'm trying to... What I was thinking about the other day that would really piss me off is that if I got COVID now... Yeah. I would be, I would be super bummed. Yeah. I've been telling everyone I know, like, like a lot of a lot of people I've been, like, talking to have been like, oh, do you want to hang out and stuff like that? And I've been like... I mean, I've been I have been telling them no because I'm like look like I know you're testing negative and and stuff like that you know like I I respect that but like we're so close to the finish line you know what I mean like why like th- this of all times is where like at least me personally I'm like I want to hunker down the most because I'm mm-hmm. like I'm so fucking close to the finish line mm-hmm. like I feel that. once I get that shot put it in me. Then the game changes. I'm doing cartwheels. Yeah. Doing um, crowded, crowded block of people, and I'm coughing on everyone. Then I'm literally just like setting up a kissing booth. Yeah, I'm in, throwing up on you. Yeah, in the middle of a park. Um, no, but I'm 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 thankful though because at the very least, I have family members that are getting the vaccine. I mean, like my dad already got it. Right. Yeah. Did he get the second thing yet or no? No, he gets that in a few days, actually. Mm. He gets the second one. Um, but I even know friends from here who go to UCSD who have gotten vaccinated now because they work really? in the hospitals and stuff. Mm. I'm like, damn, dude. If I'd, if I'd known, I would have kept my job because I worked at the health research, which is near the hospital. And then I would have gotten it because I was technically part of the medical program. But, you know. That's all super hindsight. I would have had to kept that job for like an extra year and a half. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, too, I was driving by the, uh, this was kind of a scary thing, but I was driving by the hospital uh, where we're from in our city, and they had all the tents set up in the parking lot. Like, they had, like, fully ventilated tents all in the parking lot because they're overflowing as well. Like, that really showed me, like, like I saw it in person, you know? Yeah. This is not This is not good. I know. This is arguably one of our most exciting and high-energy episodes. <laughs> We're both fucking yawning, talking about COVID. We do want you to remember, though, that only hot people listen to this. Yeah, only hot so. people listen to this, this podcast. Um, so this if you're episode. listening, this episode... <laughs> Only hot people listen to this episode. 
that justifies. I'm, we're trying to weed yeah. out who the hot people are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're really hot, you'll get your hair. Um, but what I was thinking too is whether it would be a better title to have, you know, only hot girls listen to this episode or did Jesus use a bidet? I say we go with Jesus to use a bidet because I want to save that title for a better episode. Yeah. For but a, you know what's surprising? What? I wanted to talk a little bit about our last episode, which has some surprising results. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that too. So last week we last week we did our um, Evangelion spoiler cast, um, which every time I brought it up to you, you went, you know, like the one that no one's going to listen to. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, probably, but let's do it, you know? I guess. But that has been our, like, biggest episode. I think it's almost rivaling the um, the Travis Scott Burger, which is our most viewed episode overall on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is like right now, you know, this isn't crazy, but it's like at 75 or something views. Yeah. And this one is already at 60 and it's been up for one week. And it's our, it's also, ha- it's spiking in our audio as well. Yeah. So people, people like Evangelion. What can I say? People, people do. And also I tagged it like anime, <laughs> j- yeah. animation. Dude. And I was looking at like, um, the reason people clicked on stuff. And one of the reasons is because people searched what to order at Starbucks. Cause Edna talks about, um, he's about Thanos' Starbucks order. Starbucks order. So people were looking up what to order at Starbucks and they were finding our Evangelion episode. Dang. So we just need to do more search Relatable term stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, Fortnite. Um, uh, Roblox. Okay. No joke. I've been thinking about playing Roblox cause I've been seeing people play it. Okay. It's like all over TikTok and stuff. And I'm like, damn, maybe Roblox is fun. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be. I don't even know what it is, really. Well, I mean, all games are supposed to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Why? You disagree? You think there some games are not fun? He's looking out the window wistfully. No, I think they're all supposed to be. I don't know about fun, but I think they're all supposed to have some sort of entertainment value to them. That's fair. Because there's, there's shit like Quop, and that's not supposed to be fun, I don't think. What is Quop? Quop is like a Flash game where you're supposed to be like a track runner, and then like the QWOP control like the different joints. And it's just supposed to be frustrating because it's like hard mm-hmm. to control. Mm-hmm. And then that guy made Getting Over It, which is another game that oh, has yeah, like yeah. super hard controls. Um, so, mm-hmm. what was I gonna say though? But yeah, Roblox, 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 Roblox. Sorry, we just got to get Roblox. we got we get to get the search out there. But no, I've been looking into that. I've been looking into playing League of Legends. I want to play more games that I can play with other people because mm-hmm. I'm starting to hit a wall. Um, both in my life and in the video games I play. Um, because I've been playing so much cyberpunk and I'm like hitting a wall with it where I'm like getting diminishing returns on how much fun I'm having, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And also like, I feel like I'm not having, this is like a very weird way to look at things, but this is how I look at life is like, 
like levels, right? Does that make any sense? Like I, I look at things very like quantitatively and I feel like I'm not hitting the healthy level of human interaction that I need to be getting. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking into more social games. But I think the issue is like I don't really have a lot of fun with a lot of them. Yeah. There's very few like games that have really hit the the way that and I think it's usually the games that leave it that give you a good sandbox but leave it open enough that you can create your own games in it. You know what I mean? I like, like have your Minecraft. own fun. Yeah, like a Minecraft or a Gary's mod was really good. And I think that's what Roblox is too. It's like very much so like you're kind of creating it's you know these really weird niche little mini games and stuff that people are making yeah so i think that's why it's seems like something that we might be into damn are we actually going to start playing roblox now yeah let's do let's do the first nightmare circus podcast live stream with uh, on roblox roblox are you down i might be down i'll look into it. it let's get a little uh overlay for nightmare circus and then we'll do roblox no, but that's why I've been thinking about playing League of Legends recently, too. Because I've heard that that's, like, a very good game for, like, social. Because, like, everyone plays it, and it's free. But I am concerned, because, one, it's I've heard it's very hole. toxic. And it's also, like you said, a deep hole. That's what I felt about, um, have you heard of Blaseball? Blaseball? No. okay well um it's also a very deep hole it's it seems very interesting to me it's like people betting on fake baseball games that are randomly generated but then it turns into like um like i think they're only at the second season or something and it's on siesta right now which is like they're like getting ready for the next season of baseball where what happened at the last season was there was all these procedurally generated games and stuff was happening and people were getting sick on in the, the players like each team has players who people know but there's no images like it's all just black and white text okay and then, and then at the end of last season like you bet on the games and you make money fake money it's like in game you know and then people didn't understand what was going on with baseball and then something came up at the end of the season where there was a choice that said how do you want to change this game and it's like two fundamentally different things where it was like, you know, the next season we'll have, I think one, I don't remember what one option was, but it was like something that changed the rules of the game. That was like a fun twist. And then one just said, open the forbidden book. And people, people overwhelmingly <laughs> voted for open the forbidden book. Dude, that's. And it released like eldritch demons. And now the game is like cursed. And so the next season, people are all hyped about. But it's also one of those things when I tried to get into it, I was like, I don't know if I have the time right now. Do you know the game that f- you you should get because you can play it. It's on it's on the Switch. But that I think is like the perfect, at least in my opinion, like perfect online game. Hmm. Splatoon. I love Splatoon. Because it's just so quick to get into a match. It's so much fun. I haven't played it in four fucking ever, but it's fun. That game is so good. Maybe I'll get that. I remember you telling me about it. I think I might have played it on your Wii U when you, you had it. You played Arms on my Switch. Dude, I loved Arms too. Arms is fun. You did like uh, Arms. Uh, what I was gonna say is I've been enjoying Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, how's that, dude? It's it's so much fun, dude. 
I love Super Mario Galaxy. Have you um, uh, have you unlocked Luigi? Have you found him? No. Okay. I haven't found Luigi yet. So I'm just... I finished the first two observatories. Mm-hmm. So I, and I think there's like five or something in the game. I don't remember. Yeah, I think there's... I don't remember how many. I think I'm I'm very I'm pretty early on in the game still. Um but dude, it's so much fun. I really really like it. Yeah, I wish it had Super Mario Galaxy 2 in that collection cuz that game is fucking even better. It's like they take everything to the next level. Yeah, I think I had that on Wii and I really liked it. It's good. I don't remember they toss Yoshi in that bitch. Yeah, I don't know why. Why would why wouldn't they not add it? Do they want to make it like a round three games? I have no idea, honestly, why they wouldn't fucking include it. Do you it. think they'll release it later as it's on standalone for Switch? No, because that'd be super weird. Because then how can you justify, assuming that it costs sixty dollars, how could you justify people, hey, um, buy Super Mario Galaxy two for sixty dollars when you can get Galaxy one, Sunshine, and um 64, 64. for $60. Or maybe what they th- are thinking is they'll do so they have Galaxy 2, they have Odyssey and then their next 3D Mario game and then they'll bundle those for the next next console. Yeah, but even that is still kind of weird cuz yeah, yeah, yeah. like why Galaxy are, 2? Yeah, and those that would have been very much of like that generation of games like having Galaxy and Galaxy 2 in yeah. the pack would have been would have been made sense. Yeah, and so it's just weird. Um, no, but Galaxy 1 is good. I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. Dude, it's so much fun. It's very whimsical. It's very fun. Yeah, it's like it's very whimsical, very easy to get into. It still has a level of challenge to it, but not, you know, going from playing Dark Souls to playing Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Very, ref- very refreshing. Yeah. How far are you in Dark Souls? Dude, I, I haven't touched it since Blight Town. Oh, you <laughs> I last spoke with you because also right after that I got Mario Super Galaxy or Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Started playing it and I was like, oh, I'm having fun with this. So I haven't I haven't played Dark Souls in a while, but I'll get back to it. But you said, man, fuck fuck Black Town. Yeah, I'm just gonna run through it and get to the bonfire. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the it's the worst, but but once you get through it, I would say that's probably like the most unfair Heck- the game is. Um. And the most like broken the game is because of the frame rate drops and everything. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. That's my biggest issue with Blight Town is that I literally can't orient myself because it's the especially playing on an older Xbox 360 too. Yeah, I think it's just com- compounded to like almost unplayable in the area. <sighs> Bro, the Xbox 360 is a powerhouse though. Yeah, mine is still going and it plays everything perfect. It's a workhorse. Mm-hmm. I went back on Borderlands 2 for a little while, mm-hmm. and I, I like it, but I think I just had my time with it, and I'm like, I'm good. You've moved on. It it had yeah. its place in your heart, and now you've moved on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a little uh, cringy, <laughs> some of the older Borderlands stuff. You think? A little bit, yeah. If you go back, it, some of it holds up pretty well. So... But if, Wait, sorry, sorry to sorry to cut you off, but speaking of cringy, have you heard about the Bean Dad on Twitter? <laughs> uh, I saw it trending, but I could not find what. It okay, was. so do you want me to explain to you the absolute fucking chaos? So I'm going to talk about cringe. You'll see how cringe comes into it later. But so, 
Bean Dad is, do you know the guy who does the My Brother, My Brother and Me theme song? John Roderick. Familia, yeah. That guy. Oh, no. Posted a super long thread where he was telling this story about how his daughter was hungry and he said, go make some baked beans. And his, his daughter's nine, by the way. He said, go make some baked beans. He was doing a jigsaw puzzle. Most would argue too young to make baked beans. Yeah, so she brings him the can of baked beans and a can opener and says, well, how do I open this? She's never used a can opener, right? She's fucking nine years old. And he goes, ah, a teaching moment I shall see. And so he has this fucking long ass thread where he like wax poetics like he ab- about his daughter using this can opener. And basically the story is, is he refused to teach her how to use it, thinking that it's better that she instead learn how to use it herself, right? And he like has all this weird stuff where he like is talking in like heightened language, like way beyond like what you need to say. Like he kept referring to how like, oh, like she knows the functions of the can, but not how the how the tool addresses the can. And then he's like, he he said to her, or he claims he said to her like, oh the. The, the can the can opener is not meant to be pleasing all of its mechanics move for the qualities of the can or whatever like just like speaking like really weird heightened language and using like all these analogies and metaphors yeah. um, and so he claims in the story the like long and short of it is is that um, he also insults his daughter she's like he's like oh he says like oh she does not like ba- basically says she's not smart. He, I forget the exact wording, but he's like, oh, like, um, spatial aware- awareness and, um, and mechanics are not things that she intuits. And it's like, bro, like, why are you calling this nine-year-old stupid? Like, she's fucking nine years old, man. Like, so mm-hmm. the whole long and short of it is, is the guy was like, the daughter comes up to him and she says, I'm hungry. He says, I'm not going to show you how to do it. And then when she got angry and was like, well, fuck it. I don't even want the beans. Um, he said, okay, um, you don't get to eat until you open the, the can of beans. I'm not going to teach you how to use the can opener. So allegedly for six hours, she tried to open this can, but she couldn't do it. And like repeatedly like got up and like walked away in frustration and was like, I hate you and like all this stuff and like cried. And then, um, and then eventually, finally, she opened the can of beans, right? After six hours. And so it's an absolutely fucking crazy story. Because this guy talked about it like, oh, I'm such a good dad. And then everyone was in the comments was like, dude, you're a dick. Like, just teach her how to use it. Um, right? Like, like, why would you not teach her how to use it? Um, and, and, and I'll even say, like, from the standpoint of, like, a tutor. Like, I get the idea of, like, wanting someone to learn how to do it on their own. But, like, usually... What, what I was taught to do as a tutor, like, if they don't have the knowledge for something, you just kind of probe them in the right direction until they do it the right way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, people were talking about how, like, that's, that's like, abusive and da-da-da. I'm not going to comment on any of that stuff because I don't know enough about, like, child psychology to assess whether or not that's, like, abusive. I think it's a dick. Like, you're a dick for doing that. But I, I don't know if I'm going to label it abusive, right? But so he went on this whole thing and then he was like, 
like defending himself so hard, right? And like going so ham on Twitter about how people don't know what the fuck they're talking about and da 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 and how all these other people are just bad parents who just like stick screens in front of their TV or in front of their children, like have their children mm-hmm. sit in front of the TV. So he's like going off, dude. And then um the other crazy thing too is people were like Dude, just just admit like six hours, like you were just being over dramatic, right? Like, there's no way it was actually six hours. And instead of being like, yeah, I was just being dramatic. It was more like you know, thirty minutes or an hour or whatever. He doubled down and he was like, six hours is not that long for a child to go hungry. <laughs> it was like defending that position that six hours is an okay amount of time for a child to be hungry. Um, and so he was just being so weird. And so then. Where the cringe comes into it is once you get Twitter's eyes on you, right? Like, if you don't have a clean slate in your past posting history, you're mm-hmm. fucked, right? Because people are going to start digging through your tweets. And basically, people started doing that, and they were whipping out tweets where he was saying the N-word with the hard R. They were whipping out tweets where he was making jokes about, like, Jewish people. Um, they were whipping out all these, like, some of them like very obvious like like jokes that did not age or or were part of that era of like cringy edgy humor that has very much phased away mm-hmm. um or, or or been faded out but so he had all these fucking posts and it was so many and so in the time span of like 24 hours he went from being bean dad to bean dad is racist to deleting his account <laughs> and then he deleted his entire account and then now if you listen to the newest episode of my brother my brother and me they have a new intro song really yes yeah do they talk about it at all they tweeted about it they don't talk about it in the episode they just they just tweeted out they said due to uh a history of behavior that we don't align ourselves with like we're getting a new intro song that was basically all they said um but it was fucking crazy. And so people were posting memes of like a domino and then it like goes to a big domino and it's like some, some kid being hungry and wanting baked beans to fucking my brother and my brother and me gets a new theme song. But then what's other, what's also crazy too is, is do you know who Ken Jennings is? I don't know. Who, who is that? He's a guy who's been on Jeopardy a lot. Um, oh, is he the... Has he, like, won it several times? Yeah, yeah. And so they're considering him for a replacement host. Um, and um, and so he's doing a couple episodes of Jeopardy uh, now that uh, Alex Trebek is dead. Um, and so um, they're considering him for, like, the permanent replacement, from what I've heard. And so he is on a podcast with John Roderick. They have a podcast together. And so what's crazy is just a few days ago, Ken Jennings got like ahead of the horse or like, you know, ahead of the controversy yeah. on his on his own behalf and tweeted out, hey, I know I've said some crazy shit before. Um, I know that there are some tweets out there of jokes that I made that aren't good. He was like, I just want to say, like, I'm a changed person. Da, da, da. Like he got ahead of his own controversy four days ago saying that shit. And then just yesterday, he tweeted that. He didn't tweet anything. And then yesterday, he started defending his friend 
Um, and people, and, and he was like, oh, I've only ever known him to be a great dad. And people were like, yeah, but what about all the anti-Semitic stuff? And he was like, he's never been anti-Semitic around me. If anything, he's not an anti-Semitic because he's pro-Israel. And just like equating Jewish people to this, like the state of Israel, which is like not yeah. a, not a great idea. No. Um, you know, like they're, they're, it's its own just, cultural yeah. identity. He could have just been quiet. So someone responded to him said, you, he said, you wrote this like you sat down and decided to write the worst possible response. <laughs> and then he stopped responding. Yeah. But so now some people said, I saw someone say like, dude, it's been three days. Because he tweeted that out four days ago and then just yesterday. He tweeted his controversy four days ago and then just yesterday was tweeting about his host. And people were like, dude, it's been three days. Like, how did you not go three days? Um, so people have been saying, like, oh, they've been, like, tweeting at Jeopardy, telling them not to have him as the host. So it's crazy that just this one dude's fuck up. <laughs> being dad. Yeah, being dad, dude. I feel like that's a, uh, obviously, sounds horrible. But being dad is sort of like a, a microcosm for the whole internet cancel culture thing and, like, a perfect portrait. Yeah. Sort of. Well, people are saying, do you, do you know what a milkshake duck is? No. Okay. So there's a tweet. I'm going to pull the tweet up because I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, read it incorrectly, but there's a tweet about a milkshake duck that purpose, like in, encapsulates, um, that type of thing. So the tweet goes, this is the tweet the whole internet loves milkshake duck a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes five minutes later we regret we regret to inform you the duck is racist (laughs) so wait why it's not a real thing it's just like a joke like like that happens so often on the internet like people are like yeah this thing is so cool and then it's like oh yeah but this thing is deeply deeply bad Yeah, yeah yeah it's like wasn't there some kid that like got some like correct me if i'm wrong and i hope i'm not wrong but wasn't there something where he like won something to go on marvel avengers because he was being bullied and then it turned out that his like mom was super racist or something no yeah yeah it's that kid who got like bullied at school or something or got like beat up oh yeah yeah and then it came out that it was he got beat up because he was calling kids the n-word yeah and then they went into like his family's like facebooks and stuff and his dad has like swastika tattoos and stuff yeah so it's stuff like that. But people are saying a bean dad is like that, but different. Where a bean dad is a shitty person, it just gets worse. Like a milkshake duck is like, oh, this thing's awesome. And then it's like, oh, it's like this inverse. Thing's... Yeah. Not even inverse. It's like, it's like, man, this guy sucks. Oh, man, this guy really sucks. Yeah. It's crazy, though. <sighs> Human beings are so exciting. Yeah. And it's crazy, like, on Twitter, you're able to, like, track that and such a nuanced, like, it's such a nuanced thing now that that social interaction can go from, like, the amount of people who have eyes on you to ruin you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if if I ever start going viral for fucking anything, my whole Twitter account is getting nuked. I don't think I've said or done anything bad. I don't think I have. But I'm not yeah. even taking the chance. No. Dude, I've... I don't know if I should say this, but a company that I've worked for before, 
um, has had me do that, like go through their Twitter and delete stuff just because like you need to do that in this day and age. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's not, you know, reflective of who you are now, obviously, because people grow and change. Yeah. It's like, like, that's the reality of it. Like, you can't get away with anything in the, in your past now because people will call you out. Well, I think even then, too, I think times change. And I think people gr- can grow with that, right? So, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm not defending this guy because this guy very clearly, he had tweets up until, like, 2018 of, like, some real bad yeah. shit. But, yeah. but, I mean, like, there, there are cases where people, like, you know, there'll be shit in their past that are reflections of, like, of that past, if that makes any sense. Of, mm-hmm. like, like perfect examples, like, 2011 um, to, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 2012, 2013. Like, edgy comedy, like, super edgy comedy was, like, the big thing. So, everyone yeah. was trying to be, like, as close to the edge as they could. And in doing so, fell off the edge. And I'm not defending anything anyone said. Mm-hmm. Um but like you know, the, them doing that then might not be reflections of who they are now. But I think too, like societal norms change, and you could argue like, oh, well, some things are always morally correct or whatever. But like I saw one person saying um, how dumb was um, how dumb is is essentially like a a I don't know if you would necessarily call it a slur, but like dumb originally was a bad word for mm-hmm. people who were deaf. Yeah. Or sorry, not not deaf, not deaf. Um, people who couldn't speak. I've 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 heard deaf and dumb. I think I think you can be both. Okay. I think dumb just refers to you can't speak. Can't speak. Okay. Yeah. But I saw someone saying like, oh, we should we should phase out the use of the word dumb Mm -hmm. and replace it with you know something else because it's it's the the history of the word is is you know rooted in insulting people who can't speak mm-hmm. um and uh i thought when i saw them say that my first thought was like i could see that being a thing in like you know 10 years i don't think that's like unreasonable if that makes any sense of, yeah, a, yeah. of a request i've always been one to believe that like if someone asks you so long as they're part of that community if a community asks you to stop using a word um because it hurts them i've always been of the belief that like you know it doesn't really hurt you to just not use it Um, just do what if it's going to make somebody happy like in in reasonable bounds like if if you can do something to make a group of people especially marginalized group of people feel more included feel more yeah better about you know something then why not do that you know yeah but 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 to that extent though like i could see in a few years someone you know dumb becomes an unacceptable word to use mm-hmm. or at least in the in the terms that we use it nowadays right to like insult someone um and then someone digging up some you know tweet where i've called someone dumb um i was like i could see that i could see that reasonably mm-hmm. um and i don't think that necessarily means though that in that time period where it would happen that i disagree with it if that makes any sense I didn't get that last part. What do you mean? That you wouldn't disagree with it in the future? Well, well, like in the future, right? If if no longer, we don't use the word dumb anymore, right? Right. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if future me is okay with that and is on board with that and is like, yeah, let's not use it. Um, but 
with the what was I gonna say? With the, the the fact still stands that I've said it and like used it in the past. If that makes any sense. Yeah, and I yeah I feel like that's that's kind of scary because like dumb is like something that everyone has always used, so it's so commonplace. Whereas something like and also it's coming from I don't know the the root or where it came from and why people were called dumb. Like you said, maybe it was taunting originally and then it turned into like a thing to call things dumb. Um, but like the case with like you know um like mentally disabled people the r word yeah like literally came from like a french music term i think to mean to play slower to play yeah. something slower because i remember seeing that in uh like music books when i was growing up um but now it's kind of the opposite where it's like that has people have taken that and turned it into something that's rude and that's why you don't use it anymore you know yeah i mean dumb is sort of the the other way yeah like i guess calling someone dumb is like calling them like something rude from the get-go right i mean i don't know i don't know enough about the word dumb but the the, yeah. ma- the mainstay of that of, of the of this or like why i brought it up was just because i saw that and i was like i would not be surprised if there are things that we do or say right now that dumb, dumb is just the example i used i wouldn't be surprised either way i wouldn't be surprised if people continue to use it i wouldn't be surprised if people stop using it but like i was just saying like i think there are things that will happen in the future that things that are okay or like more socially acceptable might change um mm-hmm. and i think that's also a byproduct of like society is very fluid in what is okay and what isn't um i think there are some things that become okay and then they become bad and they stay bad right like mm-hmm. slurs are never going to be acceptable mm-hmm. um things like that but i think there's also elements where like um I'm trying to find like a good example like sexual expression i feel like sexual expression kind of waxes and wanes a little bit and so that yeah, might I, that I might say, change in the future i was gonna see what your opinion was on like obviously we we have the same you know morals that's why we're friends like we believe in the same things we we sort of you know think the same way about issues and like the idea that you know, you should call, you know, in your, in, within bounds of, like, what you can do, do things to make people feel good. But then when we talk about, like, things like that, like, pronouns or, like, sexual expression terms, like, I feel like it, it gets dangerous a little bit because people start using it sometimes in a way to, like, the opposite of what it's supposed to be doing you know like it's almost more about like the individual rather than using it for a common good like since we've seen such a like in our lifetime with social media and stuff i feel like you've seen such a like a broadcasting yourself like literally youtube is like now it's so much about a singular person that now instead of using these terms to like bring benefit to people it's like people are misusing it especially in like privileged areas or countries instead of actually using terms to for the betterment of a group it's sort of are you talking about like detriment to it are you talking about like display activism where people are like oh yeah like i i care about this cause and then they don't do anything yeah or even like i don't obviously want to be sensitive about it but just like it gets very some of it can get so specific and and not confusing but so um 
people say this and then people say that and it goes back and forth so quick that you're like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, at a point with certain specific things. I think so I could see those what, things sort of falling to the wayside in the future where it's like they just don't hold up, you know? I think what what you're referring to from what I've heard of it called is like micro labeling. Um mm-hmm. which is the idea of 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 people assuming a culture but then trying to place themselves in a niche of it. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. So like I a good a good example is is being like Okay, so I'll, I'll use an example. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think this is what you're referring to, right? But like, there's a, a good example is like there are people in, you know, the LGBTQ community, right? And there are people who try to co-opt that, people who are heterosexual, and try to micro-label heterosexuality to include themselves in the LGBTQ community. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So they'll say, I'm, I'm da 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 sexual but it's really just a facet of heterosexuality does that make sense mm-hmm. so they'll say yeah, like yeah. oh i'm only attracted to guys with long hair or what have you and then or um like saying you're a sapiosexual and that makes you part of the lgbtq community um things like that is that i think that is that what you're referring to yeah, yeah. like people who are trying to co-opt other things yeah yeah, yeah. And just like getting into like such specific things that it's taking away from those actual things that we need to be, you know, focusing on and changing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree like with I you. Can see stuff like, I mean, I can see stuff like that sort of falling to the wayside of like us being so hyper concerned about those types of things. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily hyper concerned about those things. I, I think I feel more like so right now it's such a it's such a hot button issue where it's like you're afraid to like do some make a wrong step now because also like the whole bean dad situation it's like actually not really the bean dad situation but um. i i, I kind of disagree with you though because i think i think for the most part you're right in that and, and i think this is and correct me if i'm wrong but i think the crux of what you're trying to say is is nowadays there's always going to be someone that you're going to piss off mm-hmm. no matter what you do right mm-hmm. you post a video of you feeding your dog you know anything and someone will say oh that's not good for the dog like you feed your dog an egg or something and then people will be like don't feed your dog an egg and then you'll go and you'll feed it kibble and there will be people who are like what don't feed it kibble you should be feeding it eggs um mm-hmm. it's obviously a very weird example but mm-hmm. i th- i think i get what you're saying there in that like there's always going to be a small niche of people who get pissed off about anything you do mm-hmm Though I would counter and say that I don't think that that's necessarily as big a drive nowadays as people think it is. Because I think ultimately where where it really comes down to is not the initial push, but the snowballing of it, right? So if just a few people thought that the bean guy was an asshole... Right, you know, like you know, twenty, thirty people, they'd be like, "Oh, fuck you, this guy's an asshole," right? Mm-hmm. But what really caused the change is that snowballing, where more and more people saw it and were like, "Yeah, fuck this guy, this guy's an asshole." Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't really focus on, because I think that is the real crux of where the power of stuff like that comes from. Anyone can just say you're an asshole. Um, but so long as the number of people who don't think you're being an asshole is 
larger than the people who do, then it's not like it's going to ruin your life. And I don't mean that to justify people who do shitty things. So people who do shitty things and still have a huge amount of support, right? Uh, You know, just to think of, you know, one off the top of my head, you know, of shitty people. El Presidente. Yeah, of shitty people who have millions of supporters. Like, I don't think that that is always a rule to justify the means. But I think in terms of like, the average Joe who lives his life and says something or does something online. Generally speaking, I don't think that that's really something that you need to be concerned about unless you're being a asshole to, I don't want to say groups that things that matter. Cause, cause obviously if there's something is a concern, it's a concern to these people. But I think what you're trying to say is like things that are real pressing issues. Like you're not worried about pissing off, uh, I don't know, just, a, just like a, like a, sm- a small sect yeah. of something. You're more concerned about, hey, I don't want to do something that is detrimental to, say, um, you know, our uh, uh, BIPOC communities, mm-hmm. our, um, you know, LGBTQ communities, um, the disabled community, like these large umbrellas. You, I, I think it's fair to say I'm more concerned about how my actions come across to these larger umbrellas of groups than how it might come across to some niche that very mal- very ma- that may be claiming that larger umbrella, but may not actually represent it or work towards it, if that makes any sense. And of course, obviously, like that that is a, a tough situation. I would say only in the sense of like as as like white heterosexual cis guys. Mm-hmm. Our needle is like so far over from the needle of where these actual communities live, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just say I don't think that it's necessarily concerned so long as you like listen to what they're saying and are open to feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time I've ever seen people really get fucked over in terms of like quote unquote cancel culture is when they do something really, really fucked up uh-huh. and they don't own up to it. They double down sometimes even. Yeah. I think if this bean dad was like, yeah, Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> not even, not even I'm sorry, but just like, man. Okay. I see you guys. Yeah, you're right. This probably wasn't the best way to teach my daughter. Um, you know, thank you guys. You know, you, you pointed it out and you made me a better person and like took it on the chin and like took it as a learning moment. I think that that is like, I think most people will be willing to forgive you, especially too. If you say, Hey, especially like large creators like who have like a huge platform and stuff like that like you have the perfect opportunity to be like yeah you know what like i'm gonna try and undo some of the harm that i did to these communities if that makes any sense Hmm. like if you're um i don't know i'm trying to think of some big creator but if you're like a big creator let's say you're like i don't know david dobrik or something and you do something fucked up to the disabled community like you're in a perfect standpoint to make that up to them and to undo that harm right to be like yeah you know i said this i made this fucked up joke about disabled people um you know i'm i'm you know doing a fundraiser for a disabled charity or something like that or or you know i'm I'm gonna do a video that talks about disabled issues or something like you know or the the, the opportunities are endless but i think like most people are okay if you're willing to like put in the work and listen i think that's why like a lot of people are like 
scared. They're like, oh, you know, I don't want to step on the wrong toes. I think, though, like, there are a lot of people who have stepped on the wrong toes and then come back solely because they're willing to listen. Mm -hmm. If the mistake is honest. Yeah, if it's honest. And it's not like them trying to, like, you know, pull a fast one on you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where the fuck we started with that conversation. Started with Bean Dad. Started with Bean Dad. And how Bean Dad is uh, now no longer on Twitter. <clears throat> yeah. And I wanted to say the good thing about, uh, you know, the Nightmare Circus is, you know, it, hot people listen to it. Yeah. And hot people come from everywhere. Yeah. And also, we've never said anything wrong and never will say anything wrong. You can take that to the bank. Cash that. The podcast just goes. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be someone's going to use this clip now and then it's going to be like fast forward to five years later where where I'm talking about how like AIs aren't equal to humans. And you're getting and you're getting beheaded in the town square by an AI by a fucking Amazon Alexa. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm getting I'm fucking strapped up. <laughs> it's it's like it's like what would you like me to play you're like <laughs> i'm like fuck you fucking robot <laughs> and then they fucking just cut my head off yeah um but i feel good that was a that was a that was a good episode i enjoyed this i liked our talk towards the end i think that got a bit more you might say it was a little too real but um i think those talks are like they're they're important Mm-hmm. I think they definitely would be better if we had someone besides uh, the two of us because with us it's like the same uh, like cultural world perspective um, but maybe yeah. that's something for another day yeah that'd be cool we should we should look into doing some type of stuff like that but you know we always want to keep it light and keep it fun um, that's true too you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta get into it look hey uh comedy and uh misery it's the two sides of the the uh, greek mask whatever thing the theater flip thing a coin and you when you flip a coin it's when you flip sides. a coin it's 50 50 but the sense is still 25 you still only have 25 cents yeah flip a coin that's still a that's quarter a, baby and that's not enough for the bagel <laughs> it's enough for the cream cheese enough for the bake enough for the cream cheese not enough for the bagel that's what they say take that to the bank take that to the bank and you'll have 25 cents in the bank yeah um all right wrapping it up on this this philosophical note samuel do you want to tell people where they can uh tweet us their <coughs> perspective on bean dad um on bean you, dad. Can, <laughs> you can let's yeah you know what I'm, i i wanted to leave that one more open-ended but then i realized that i may not want to hear what people have to say so just in general yeah yeah <laughs> um so let's only hear your perspective on bean dad <laughs> they can you'll see right now on the screen we have a little new uh sort of a new look you can see both of our twitter and instagram down there but you can see our twitter is circus pod and you can find us on instagram at nightmare circus pod um and then go on youtube look up nightmare circus podcast or go on spotify and look up nightmare circus podcast and you can listen and watch us there or go on youtube and search uh what to order at starbucks what to order at starbucks and we'll come up 
All right. Uh, that is it for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, remember to support your local circus. Good night and God bless.